The Pleasure Project with Donna Skoglund, day 76. I was thinking about the algorithm. And if you know anything about social media, you know that social media companies spend tons of resources on figuring out how to get people to stay on there longer. So they know what draws people's attention. And it's really the things that are related to drama or fear or th things that invoke big emotions and that creates a huge dopamine response. And whenever we get that reward from doing something, we do it more. So the, the, the way the algorithm works is that it studies your behavior and it sees what you click on and what you are spending time on and what you are going back to, and then it gives you more of those things. Now, our brain works in the same way. Now, we have a, a wide variety of thoughts that pop into our heads, but there are certain ones that we spend more time on, that we go back to, that we repeat, that we focus on, that we reinforce, that we spin stories about. And in the same way that the way that the algorithm is programmed in social media, the, the things that we spend more time on and we focus on and we go back to are the things that we will get more of. So those neural pathways in our brain just get reinforced and those become more of the default. So when we think about pleasure and pleasure in the way that I've been talking about it is the pleasure that comes from emotional pleasure. And, and yes, there's physical pleasure as well, but what I've been really focusing on in the pleasure project is mental and emotional pleasure, like feeling good mentally, emotionally, and yes, also physically. And it's all related. So the thoughts that you click on, so to speak, or the thoughts that you entertain and that you spend time on and that you allow to be present in your mind and you react to and you believe are the ones that you will get more of. And you, your brain works in this way is that it creates beliefs out of the thoughts that are repeated often so that those just become more of the default and we don't even have to try and they just pop up into our head. And then in turn, the way that we look at the world is we look for evidence to prove those thoughts true and reinforce them, which then just creates this, this loop, this cycle. So our thoughts create our feelings. So if you notice that you spend a lot of time in certain emotions that are unpleasant, that are not pleasurable, that you don't like, that you don't want, then look at your thoughts. What are the thoughts that you continue to entertain, that you continue to focus on? Where is your attention? What do you allow yourself to reinforce? And the only way to change any pattern is first to bring awareness to it, is to be able to step out of the, the thinking mind and into the watching mind. And once we can have awareness of where we are focusing and where our attention is, then we can choose more deliberately. So what are the things to focus on that bring pleasure? 
an obvious one is the things that we are grateful for and the things that we appreciate and the things that are going well in our lives. And because we have a negativity bias, our brain doesn't necessarily go there automatically. This is why a gratitude practice is something that we have to consciously do. And the more we consciously do it, the more we double click on that, the more we stay there and reinforce that, the more it does become the default. Another one is our wins. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but reinforcing what is going well, what we are celebrating, the, the, all the accomplishments. And an accomplishment could just be getting out of bed or you know, the smallest, tiniest thing. It doesn't have to be this huge thing. And the more we can reinforce progress and celebrate our wins, the more that creates a reward loop for us to continue to seek out things that are that that are along those same lines. And this is a really important part of habit creation is the reward loop. And this is why we it's so easy to fall into habits of picking up our phone, of having a glass of wine every night, of eating sugar, because we get that reward instantly. So the reward we can give to ourselves for things that don't necessarily deliver an enormous boost of dopamine is simply acknowledging ourselves. It's celebrating ourselves. It's speaking kindly to ourselves. It's taking that moment to be like, good job, (laughs) and reinforce that. So then that also reinforces the identity of being successful and winning. And that's the perspective with which we start to see our lives and we start to feel good. We start to feel pleasure about ourselves when we think about ourselves and we think about what we do. What else creates pleasure? What else can we put our attention on that is pleasurable? And simply being in the moment, being in our present experience. There is pleasure. Even if there's a little bit of discomfort, there's a there's a pleasure that comes from being in the here and the now. This is why every spiritual tradition talks about the importance, especially things like Eastern traditions and Eastern religions and, and wisdom like Buddhism and yoga. So being in the here and now is connecting to our senses our sense of sight, what are we looking at? What is around us right now in this moment that's pleasurable? I am very lucky to have an office that overlooks the street so I can look outside and see the green trees and now the green, the trees, the leaves are changing and there's pleasure in seeing the variety of colors and the blue sky. There is pleasure in how you feel in your body sometimes, and not always. Sometimes there, your body, there's pain or discomfort or tension or tightness. But sometimes you can find, but maybe you can find something. Maybe even within discomfort, there is some place where there is pleasure. And you can create that on purpose, like putting a really nice soft blanket around you. Or touching soft textures. I pet my dog, that's very pleasant. 
I can enjoy the pleasure of that in this moment. I can choose to smell something that smells good. I have essential oils in my office that I have, so I can just open the bottle up and take a sniff and enjoy that right now. There is obviously the sense of taste and being able to eat food that tastes good. And that doesn't necessarily have to mean that it's sugar, sugary food or junk food, because that stuff does give us a huge dopamine hit, but then it, there's negative consequences. So the, in, the, in the, the big picture of it, there's actually less pleasure. So, and I, it's, I think an important exploration of where can I put my attention that brings pleasure. And then also being aware of when you're focusing on things that do the opposite, that create discomfort or unpleasant emotions. And then this is how you train your algorithm. This is how you get more of what you focus on. And this is how you truly start to reprogram your mind and change your brain and create a new normal for yourself. I will talk to you tomorrow.